All right, Ira, how you doing, buddy? Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a mix of emotions, Paul. It's uh, you know always good to be here on the IP address. Uh, we took in a, a real grind of a Rutgers victory over the uh, Purdue Boilermakers uh, tonight. One of the uh, first games I've watched in a while this season with, without the Big Ten Network in the uh, in my apartment. Uh, and it's nice breaking your new place, so you know. Yeah, hopefully I'm a little concerned. I feel like there's a little bit of an echo in here, so we'll see if it's an ideal podcasting environment or if we'll have to uh, go to your home base in the future. But uh, hopefully it'll turn out. Uh, hopefully people will be able to come check this, up, this place out for All-Star Saturday. Uh, yeah, we can always invest in some league acoustic padding or something. You know? Yeah, yeah, the simple stuff. You know, get some drapes or something like that. No, I don't know. That's all right. I don't mind the fanboys. It's cool. <laughs> Uh, it's hard not to, I think, though, uh, you know, start this off with, I know, maybe not directly related to fantasy, but uh, a guy who's been part of all everything that's been happening in uh, East Brunswick, the big boy years since its beginnings, uh, Kobe B. Bryant, and uh, his passing, I guess, what's it, what's it been, two days now? Yeah, it uh, happened Sunday afternoon. I, I was at the uh, Rutgers-Indiana basketball game in Indiana, and then we were kind of checking on Twitter to see Maryland <laughs> stuff, and then... That story popped up, and we were all uh, we all kind of thought it was a spoof at first, and and it was not. So, yeah, where were you when the when the news broke? I was uh, sitting in my apartment. Um, I think I was watching Aladdin. Uh, came out on Disney Plus, so I was trying trying to check out the live action version. Uh, and, you know, Corey's uh, text came in with the uh, TMZ news, and uh, I mean that's just it's, it's not something I never would have thought would have happened. You know, it's. Uh, it's crazy. Yesterday, I watched watched the sixty point game again. You know that. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know if they'll ever be. You know, I mean, maybe MJ almost had it when he, uh, you know, had the uh, the walk off jumper versus the Jazz, but you know he couldn't stay away. But. Well, that was a game six anyway, wasn't it? <laughs> it was game <laughs> six. It's still a pretty good way to go out, Paul. <laughs> I'm sure you would have done a game seven. Well, you know, you got you got to save the drama for last. No, it's it. It's hard to imagine a more, uh, you know, fairy tale ending to an NBA career than how Kobe's ended. Yeah, um, it's it's uh, well, fairy tale. I mean, he did he did, uh, you know, basically make them throw an entire party for him this whole last season. But <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, oh, he's, so well, I guess uh, let's talk about this guy. I feel like neither of us are the biggest Kobe fans, but you know, it's it's obviously sad. Yeah. But it's uh, oh, oh, yeah. I, I guess I had some issues processing the feelings. Like I was, I was like, oh, I don't, but like. It makes sense that everyone's kind of big on this. He was a once-in-a-generation player, and um, I, I think actually listening to the Low Post helped me process today and, and reading some of the, the articles today. Um, just because, like, yeah, I wasn't his biggest fan, and I definitely didn't, you know, was a skeptic about, you know, his behavior in Colorado and all that. But, um, yeah, some of the articles, it, it just kind of helped point to some of the things he was trying to do to, to improve, you know, to, to improve on himself and, and all that. And, and maybe it wasn't just the uh, uh, publicity I mean, stunt tour that I, I thought it was. So. I mean, he's really a one-of-a-kind, I'd say, kind of player. Um, oh, yeah. Like, just, I mean, 41 years, but, you know, packed, like, four lives in it. Um, with, you know, the arcs of his career, his upbringing, you know, obviously is what he was doing post-basketball, which, but, I mean, I think as NBA fans, like, we all are, um, you, you can't ignore the legacy and the impact he had on this generation, um, you know. And he's the bridge between, you know, Jordan and LeBron. And, I mean, even, you know, Trey Long, even seeing the Luka Doncic, like, 
<laughs> like what Kobe spoke Slovenian to him behind yep. his back. It's like, <laughs> and only Kobe, you know, like the guy spoke like ten languages. Well, what, what's what's coming out is you know everyone talks about his metho- like maniacal. Uh, basketball like work yeah. ethic but it seems like he literally must have never slept because he was constantly learning various things and uh we can all learn from that i think i think i recall that he like was like one of those guys that like barely slept like you know he'd be like he'd sleep from like two to like five like and then, i think later on in his career he started to acknowledge that uh, you know like sleeping actually is important he came around <laughs> to like modern science um but no, i think uh, i think everyone everyone to varying degrees can appreciate I mean, like, the Iron Man work ethic that Kobe had. I mean, that's kind of the, I think, his greatest legacy. And, like, I wouldn't, it's not the way that I would have played basketball or I would have operated with my teammates. But, like, you, you got to give the guy credit that, like, he did it the Kobe way and it worked, you know? Yep. He had it all. Absolutely. And, and look, there is something to, everyone truly loved or hated him, you know? And it was not, and I think, unlike, like, you know, someone like maybe Steph or some of the guys on the Warriors recently, it's a full career thing. You basically either loved or hated Kobe the whole time. And that's actually, I think, a very interesting part of his legacy. And it's not like a hate him on a personal level. It's, 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 a, it's a stylistic thing. So, um, yeah. very interesting guy. I did, I, did, and, I, I did transition, I would say. Just my, my hatred of LeBron, I think, was always higher than like the Kobe. Than the you, Kobe. Just, you just wanted to see LeBron lose in those. In, yeah, even even those early Kobe, days before he went to the Heat? Yeah. Well, no. Well, that was... No, no, I don't know if that was worse, but that was like, I mean, that might have been more people appointing LeBron as like the king and like. Oh yeah, you don't like hype. We all know that. So, <laughs> well, but, okay, Kobe, a- Kobe rolled into those Olympics and like he just took took hold of the team. Yeah, two thousand eight. Like they wouldn't yeah. won without him closing out the game yeah, there. So no, nobody wanted to lead that squad, and it was like, well, you know, you guys ain't ready. Kobe's here. You know, yep. I'll take it home. And he oh, had the clutch gene way before LeBron ever did. You know. Yep. All right. That's all you really got to say on the matter. Uh, a lot of people have more succinct thoughts than us on this, probably. So let's get to what we know. Uh, East Brunswick, the big boy years. Uh, all right. It, pretty wild season so far. Uh, it's been, I mean, I to, personally speaking, I've, I've had a great time. You know? I mean, it's been a pr- pretty much a walk in the park for me. Um, I will say, yeah, the standings are getting intrigued now. Um, I think, you know, results-wise, it was looking like it could be just like the big six of uh, kind of the East Brunswick, the big boy years history. That would be like... Trivier, Justin, Andrew, Garrett, and John in recent years when he came into the league, you know, we kind of ran shit. And that's what it was looking like it was going to be, but things are starting to move. It's uh, getting interesting. Well, the, the, the pack has not gotten any looser than our last podcast here. Our spread from six to, uh, to ten is six and a half games, which is, you know, with the amount of weeks left, anything could really happen. Um, even Levy had a nice win last week, 5-4 over Dank. Dank. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I mean, his team is bad, but it's not it's not Corey bad. Corey's now below well, the three hundred. I mean, Corey's Corey's working hard to, to uh, you know leave a mark on the league. I think that. Uh, yeah, it, well, no, I I will only say he's been so bad for the entire season that it actually it, it's not as bad as some bad managers in the past where like it, it, you catch him at the right time and you're gonna like eight one them. Pretty much everyone's you know two seven eight one him basically. So. Uh, at least it's consistent throughout the season That's that everyone's fair. getting an easy win. It will be unfair for the except, team that don't get to catch him twice. What's that? Except for you, of course, who lost 5-4 uh, to Corey. But, yeah, everyone else has to take it. Has, that, was, that was earlier in the season? <laughs> Back in week six. Yeah. You've come a long way. It's okay. I get, at least I get him again, I think, in the last week of the season. If I'm still... You get him in the All-Star week, actually. So. Oh, great. That's like the week with the most volatility, basically. 
I'll buy yeah, you again. Yeah, like Waffle Time to pay for. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, let's dig into it. Uh, I think we got some complaints from Andrew last time that we didn't talk about his team even though he listened. So uh, let's start with him. Okay, I'm, I'm ha- happy to, to jump right into uh, I guess he's been one of the more consistent rosters this season. But, I mean, right off the bat, you know, I think one of my major concerns was the injury questions. And that's a very uh, – loud part of this roster right now. I mean, he hasn't given up on Marvin Bagley, who he decided to keep, um, which, I mean, that was kind of where he stood. I think he probably could have done better if he worked harder last year. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon's been dealing with a lot of injuries lately. Uh, Victor Depot's about to return for the Pacers. So uh, I've always been surprised how good he's been this year. And it was never a big Brogdon believer. But, uh, you know, Chris Stapp just came back from injury. I mean... He has some upside now with Dwight Powell out. Is Old Depot still an injury's team? No, Old Depot. I'm not sure who has Old Depot this year right now. I don't know. Maybe Duran. Duran. Yeah, Duran rings a bell. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Andrew, Andrew's also still carrying Wendell Carter, and I mean, I don't know if I don't really know if he's playing this out the best. Um, I might be a little concerned about if he's safe of if he's a playoff lock at this point. Uh, you know, I know Andrew has the ability to get more aggressive, but. He's kind of been in cruise control, I'd say. Um, so, I always feel that in this part of the season, that's almost the most important thing because you're at that point where you can make some trades to upgrade your team. You don't want to, uh, and excuse my Fast and the Furious parlance, hit the NOS too soon with, with a trade necessarily. And, oh, and then, a, lot of, a lot of fast sex today. Oh, yeah. Well, that's probably why it's on the mind. But um, <laughs> I, I think it's why you know you don't you don't hit the nasty suit on the trade and, and risk those guys getting hurt um all you want to do is be in cruise control to the point where you're ready to make the move to to push to the playoffs uh, as long as you as long as you're cruising those playoff spots you're pretty much good to go yeah well but i mean i agree with you but he's still only he's four and a half games clear of dan five games clear of garrett so you know i mean if Garrett decides he wants to go for it, I mean, even, I guess it's possible Dan might decide to make some deals because when does Dan ever have a chance to compete for a playoff breath? Um, then it's tough getting those arms races where you don't even know if you have a playoff spot. Um, but the team has talent. I mean, you can't argue with that. I mean, Brandon Ingram has largely been for real still. A yep. little, a little uh, curious. It seems sustainable. The Zion, uh, you know, integration process goes. Um, he's been off shot-wise of late, but... I'm say you can't be too worried. Um, he's pretty, is, he, is he a keeper worthy at this point too? I'm, I know where Andrew took him in the draft, but yeah, I don't know. That's an interesting player to look at. Although he's gonna be a free agent, right? So uh, I don't know where he's gonna end up. It doesn't matter. Season. He seems like the kind of guy that wherever he goes, he's gonna flat factor in as the at least the second option probably at this point in his career. But his his traditional fantasy warts would make him not good if he like returns to being like a. Subpar shooter again. Right. I mean, I don't know. This year he's been getting 36 minutes a game. So. No, nothing to me screams uh, like that the team around him is helping him shoot the way he's been shooting this year, though. It could be that he's just playing this, this well in a contract year. Um, but I, I don't know. Well, he's got to be a restricted free agent, right? So you, you'd imagine he'd stay there. Uh, I guess, yeah, I guess he probably would be restricted. That's a good point. And I think he is probably going to get max money. Just there's too many teams that would pay him. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd say the Chris Stapps keeper, I mean, ugh, it's been rough. And I think I just I just read, like, a Kevin O'Connell piece uh, where he was saying that Chris Stapps' future isn't really a Chris Bosh type on the Mavericks where, you know, he should basically just be picking and popping. Yeah. Getting the rebounds. It's, uh, I don't know, he's not looking so keeper-friendly anymore. Uh, uh, 
as both a fantasy guy and a, and a franchise guy, I think he's not looking so keeper-worthy anymore. But look, I mean, he has Giannis, who's obviously number one. Um, In- Ingram, he's Ingram, he has cool. Booker. Uh, is Booker, Booker's been great. Booker's returning, he's ranked 16 right that now. That field so. goal percentage does not seem sustainable. Yeah. Nearly 51%. Uh, Porzingis, I think, you know, he'll cut bait with him, but I think, you know, you'd have Ingram, depending on where he directed him, uh, and, let me take a look. and Kelly Oubre, I imagine, was kind of a later pick, and and that's a guy that you could potentially Ingram keep as well. Rounder, so so keep Ingram's a ninth rounder. Yeah, Ingram's a ninth. So that that seems like the guy. I mean, he's got Bagley, who could keep again as a ninth, but I, don't uh, know. I couldn't imagine that. But I think Andrew's in good shape. Um, his team looks a lot more flexible than it did last year, and I'm sure he's going to be active on the trade market. Yeah, and look, we didn't really think he'd dig out of his awful keeper situation, and it seems like it's it's remedied itself. So. To a degree, to a degree, yeah. Kelly Oubre was a sixth-round pick, so I don't think he's going to be a keeper, but definitely having a nice season for the Suns. Can't argue with that. Um, yeah, but this team, we'll see what big men can collect. I think that's probably the, the big – I mean, he has Giannis, but besides that, there's Staps, and I mean, Daniel Tice has been a nice pickup, but I think that's probably an area for growth as we uh, look towards the future. Um, which, should we jump over to maybe Trevier, like kind of the other stable sure. middle of the pack squad, I'd say? Let's do it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a very very tribute like roster. I guess no surprises there. I mean, Carmelo Anthony's integrated nicely with his teammates, uh, <laughs> much better than I've ever seen in real life. Um, what Trey Young's being a beast. Uh, James Harden rare slump could be a could be a good time to maybe throw some buy low offers out there if you wanted to uh, pry him away from Trevier. Uh, he's still ranked number one in Yahoo, and uh, I heard Trevier say he's untouchable. This past weekend when we were playing poker, so... Well, he was also pretty wasted, so it's, you know... Uh, you know, Trier's always one to exaggerate when he's there. I was happy to wake up the next morning after poker and not see any trades go through, because I know him and Levy were talking about a lot of trades. You and Levy were talking about a lot of trades, so I'm yeah. glad nothing went through. Maybe he was trying to propose ridiculous trades to me when I was still sober, so... <laughs> that math doesn't work, but... Yeah. I, was, now, they, look, I think this team looks pretty good. I think... Uh, Look, yeah, as always, he has a very high-volume team. Um, the volume may be so high if this team goes... Points. <laughs> well, yeah, but if this team goes in healthy to the playoffs, uh, am I right in saying he's not the greatest rebounding team? Um, but... Yeah, I mean, he's pretty weak at center overall. I mean, it's not like Cody Zeller or Thomas Bryant are like your traditional center types. Yeah, but he's, he's probably going to win threes most weeks. Um, he, he should be decent in assists. Can they uh, drop off a nice matchup if they face off? Yeah, <laughs> I, I think this team can be pretty damn good um, if he's active. Like, we, I, I think the, the end of this roster, uh, he, you know, he's R.J. Barrett sitting he's and not the I.L. I mean, I just, he should really trade Kevin Durant. Guys, that, I think he wants to. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not sure why R.J. Barrett's even on this team, yeah. Yeah, he, he wasn't that, all that good when he was uh, healthy. So, you know, with these rookies, you have to deal with the turnovers and the, and the the poor percentages that stretches, and, and that's not going to win him in the playoffs. Um, Karius Levert, ugh, that guy's collapsed. You, well, would, you wouldn't even pick him up at this point if Trigger dropped him? I wouldn't. You don't think so? He's been trash. Even with Kyrie having to sit out for whatever various symptoms. Yeah, I'm looking at his last few games here. He hasn't had a, a game with over 50% field goal percent since January 4th. Pretty bad. I mean, Pretty bad. I mean, certainly flashy, certainly has talent, but, you know, if it's not happening, it's not happening. It's kind of how it goes with fantasy. I mean, Marcus Morris is going to get traded probably or start getting rest. 
John Moran, I think, is probably going to improve a lot down the stretch. He's looked great, even though it hasn't translated to fantasy yet. But I, I do think this is going to be um, a decently active trade deadline in the NBA. I so think he got to sell Moran. Moran? Yeah. He'd Why? Be, I think he'd fetch a nice... Nice uh, price in the market. I think he's going to get all the minutes he can handle in Memphis. And it, it, look, if Trevier's going for the championship, that's the kind of guy that can help his team out. Uh, I mean, he might, he could. But I'm just saying, I think it's a trade asset. Like, he definitely will get improvements on the market. People will be interested in him as a keeper. Yeah, that, that, that was the, more the, my the, main the point. The thing about his team is, though, like, I don't know, like, he has kind of the right amount of guys that you want to be shipping in and out during the playoffs. Like, I don't know that he's going to be able to trade Ja. For like, like I don't know if he wants to acquire two more guys that are like sub Jabarant level. You're better off having a, well, yeah, sure a high he star to go big. I mean, but if you could have this roster going into the playoffs, uh, with the idea of, of you know, air dropping three of these guys um, on a nightly basis, uh, it's a pretty good roster without having to give up any future draft picks. It's pretty pretty solid. No, it is it is pretty good. I mean, it. Well, it'd be, I don't know if they'd make the playoffs if, if other teams made deals to compete and Shavir just stood pat. Um, I mean, uh, he's got Trey Young, Jimmy Butler, James Harden, Zach Levine's been great. I mean, those four are, you know, big-time scorers. And then you complement that with John Morant, Draymond when he the Warriors want to play him, Marcus <laughs> Morris, Thomas yeah, Bryant. That, that's the guy who I'd be trying to unload if I was Shavir. Not that anyone really wants yeah, Draymond, but... <laughs> You need to see him play for like a month straight or something, or like see Steph come back and like you yeah. Know, uh, the Warriors want to start to see what they have and they're gonna roll him out there. All right, enough of this guy that doesn't listen to our podcast. Let's let's bounce to our next team. Is John actually good? Which is, I, if I, I had to guess, if I went put it in the rundown, if I went to every rundown we've ever made for this show, it's probably in every single one. Is John actually good? <laughs> nah, I don't know about well, that. We always have one semi-disparaging comment about John in every single well, run. Yeah, I we think have, we right? always agree that John's not good, and he's doing the same thing he always does. <laughs> I mean, just it's just like we want to see him take it to the next level. But I mean, he's now besides my own team, he's the hottest team out there right now. He's won eight out of the last nine weeks. Uh, his only loss coming against me over that stretch. Um, he just took Paul down last week. Um, I guess he's had an easier time of late. He had Corey, Eric. Levy and Paul, so that's a pretty easy four-week stretch. But I'm just—I mean, the roster. Well, particularly Damian Lillard has been outrageous of late. Yeah, Nerlens um, Noel's had some games where he's gotten more minutes recently too, and uh, of course he's had some zero-minute games in that stretch. But uh, well, John's built for five-four wins, and that's what he's kind of doing. Yeah, I mean, he's doing that well, a little more now. I mean, I guess like I said, he's been beating up on the crap teams. That's kind of been the crucial point, but. This, I mean, he beat you 5-4, but before that, he hasn't won 5-4 since week 7. Okay. We're in week 15 now, so... Uh, just, I mean, I, all I can do is read the numbers here, and, you know, he's got some hot players. Marcus Smart's playing great basketball. Norman Powell, since he's returned. I'm a little concerned there's going to be a squeeze. He's not going to keep shooting, you know, over 50% all season. But, uh, you know, Chris Middleton has figured out how to be super efficient. Uh, I'd be concerned with him about Derek Favors. When that guy plays, he's an absolute beast this season, but... At some point, they may shut him down, get Jackson Hayes and, and Zion uh, heavier minutes as the season goes on if that team is not contending for the playoffs. Yeah, that, I've heard that team has a very easy schedule, so it'll be interesting to see if the Pelicans can make up some ground. I mean, Zion's looks pretty pretty impactful. Uh, and, you know, bad, I mean, I, I, know, I think everyone likes the Pelicans' potential. We'll see if it comes to fruition. But, uh, yeah, Favors also injury-prone. You know, there, there's definitely some, some concerns there. 
Um, I mean, Kyrie's been a disaster. I don't know what you... He can't even do anything because no one in our league wants Kyrie, right? Yeah. And maybe, maybe like, like if he was healthy, maybe Trev would want him as part of his, like, scoring oh, that's the, oh, contingent. But, yeah. but I don't think Trev likes in my, Kyrie. In my expert league, the guy's trying real hard to trade Kyrie and nobody's biting. No. Anyone who likes basketball, like, it, it is funny that he's, like, they talk about him now, like, being, like, the guy that loves, like, Kobe the most. He's such a Kobe player. Like... He's right, Kobe. He, yeah. he, he, he really has that mentality and like... Sadly. Yeah. I didn't think Kyrie was at first or like maybe like before this season even like... It's, it's pretty shocking that you... I'm defending him after the playoffs. Yeah, too, I, it, it's pretty shocking to me that you were defending him so hard. Like I understand... But yes, you, know, you can make shots in the playoffs, but you got to play 82 games in the regular season and not drive your teammates insane to get to that point. Like They had a, they had a good go around the first season and then I don't know, something... I don't know. I think maybe it just like went to his head. I don't know. Like, he had a really good first season, and then he got hurt down the stretch before the playoffs, and then, you know, then they went to, like, seven versus LeBron and almost almost beat him um, with, like, Tatum and Brown, you know, leading the way. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it's been a very bizarre experience with Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Um, but I, I, John's team, um, but look, look at this roster, though. Yeah. Are there really that many bad players? I'm just saying. No. Um, and he has Malik Beasley on the team now. Yeah, that's me. What? I thought you heard the squeaking. I did hear the squeaking. That was you? Yeah, I had some restless legs. You know, after having the, the mouse in two apartments ago, I always get nervous. Yeah, it sounded kind of mouse-like. Yeah, I was like, oh, shit. It's a nice building. I think, I think it should be okay. I know. I think so, too. I just get nervous. I'm above, like, a, a supermarket here, basically. Like, I, I get a little nervous. No, I guess it's kind of close. You should be okay. It should be fine. You're also elevated, you know. Yeah. Yeah, second floor apartment. You should be okay. But, I don't know. It could be a little different. I mean, John's still... Look, John's going to make the playoffs. I'm certain John's going to make the playoffs. So what's your concern really right now, though? That he doesn't know how to manage in the playoffs. He was pretty aggressive making moves last year. You actually nearly beat me in the playoffs. And he cried playoffs. for all offseason that Damian Lord, you couldn't, you know, do uh, anything. Well, day well, of. Well, 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 that's, that's, like, that's a mental issue that John can't get past. But I don't think that should It's the problem with having a robot, robot managing your, your fantasy team, Ira. Okay. Yeah, no. Nah, I mean, there's definitely some, some points should be deducted for being like a, you know, a fantasy... I don't know, zombie, I guess, or, you know, just a computer trying to play fantasy. Just, like, points are deducted from Justin for, you know, trying to not to be a basketball fan playing fantasy the hardest out of all of us. He's literally sent, like, three texts in the last month being like, uh, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not a basketball fan. All right, let's, let's move on from making fun of John. I don't know basketball. <laughs> uh, Garrett falling down the standings, uh, currently residing in, what, eighth place? Pretty disappointing. Pretty disappointing, I must say. I was I was pretty impressed with Garrett's comeback tour this year. Like he's been his trademark's been inconsistency, like having one very good year, then like being out of the picture completely. I think, and I think it's only gonna get worse right now. I think uh, he he might have a little collapse with all these injured guys on his roster. Lowry's hurt. Paul George is uh, on his IL right now. Kendrick Nunn, who is like a big boost for him, is out. Well, Marcus Aldridge is out short-term injury. Mason Plumley after winning seven straight. Yeah, he has no guys that give you confidence on the roster. He has, well, you know, Josh Hart, not great. Gary Harris has been kind of the odd man out in the Denver road. Like he's getting minutes, but he's not been putting up he's, fantasy he's numbers. Strictly a steal specialist. Yeah, uh, Dante DiVincenzo has been okay, but not consistent. Uh, D'Anthony Melton. Has been eh. He's got sleeper ups. Eric right? Pascal. It's like every sixth game he looks awesome. Uh, I, just too many duds on this team. And uh, look, with Anthony Davis is going to miss games here and there. Um, 
Um, it seems tough to look at right now. Garrett's just slacking. I, I just think he's slacking, to be honest. I mean, I don't know why this team is... Oh, yeah, he should be dropping Mason Plumlee. He should be dropping... Yeah, it's crazy. You know, I mean, you can, Kendrick Nunn is probably drop dropping Kendrick Kendrick this one. Yeah. I had him earlier in the year. He, I mean, he, he could be useful when he's playing, but you got four injured guys in this roster... Anthony Melton and Walker Marcus Aldridge are sitting out, and you just fell the playoff picture. As you always say, there's no room for sentimentality. Well, I don't know if you used these words, but <laughs> your point is that they, there's no room for sentimentality in this league. You know, you can't hold on to guys because they were good for you two weeks ago. Uh, if you're not if if you're not providing value uh, while you're falling down the standings, so I mean, like like you said, to, I do agree that you know basically the point is to survive until the trade deadline, and you know. You survive and stay in the playoff picture, and then you can make your moves. And you can even make your moves, still fall out of the picture, and then make more moves <laughs> to recoup assets for next season, <laughs> as some of us might have done in the past. So, Or yeah. as John would say, arbitrage, arbitrage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Mark on the bingo board. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, it's, I don't, I'm not sure. I, I, mean, I thought the wedding planning was out of the way at this point for Garrett. I'm not really sure. I think school's done. I'm not sure what the issue is right now when it comes to managing. You know, he was able to... Is school done for Garrett? I feel like Garrett's always in well, school. Well, yeah. I mean, Garrett's always... You know, it's kind of... I feel like it's a, it's a lifelong education with Garrett. Seems like it. I, I do think he recently finished school. Okay. So maybe another school's on the horizon. But, yeah. I mean, look, it's up to him if he wants to make some moves. He still has Anthony Davis going. I think Aldridge should be back shortly. But, like, he's getting pounded with injuries right now. You know, you got, you got to make some cuts. You have Vincenzo, Melton, you got to stream these guys, Josh Hart, Dorian Finney, Finney Smith. Like, these are all like good streaming players, but none of them are going to do anything for you in the playoffs in all likelihood. So, yeah, kind of put on the big boy pants, start managing. And, do you, and if he's going to collapse, I mean, what team do you think is most likely going to, uh, you know, take over the sixth place favorite spotter? Maybe six and seven. Well, look, there's a team, there's a team in this league um, that. Struggled early in the season. Uh, that's been rising up. Uh, some would say flying up, and I believe that team is the Pelicans. The Pelicans. Yeah, I, th- I think I think that team is the Pelicans. Oh boy. Uh, my team was garbage at the beginning of the year. I had to deal with the DeAndre Aiden thing. I think my team is finally rounding into shape. I I'm still struggling with some of the end of the end of the rotation guys. I'm working on trades. I'm working on on ad drops. The, the ad drop market has not been too flush for me recently, but. Uh, if I can hang in, I think I could can make that push. Well, okay, well, some some bold words from a guy who's been in what tenth place for I mean, literally the whole season, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think you've come out yet. Uh, I mean, I guess you've been playing like five hundred basketball lit of late. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like the last like two weeks you've been saying like, oh, this is the no. Week. The last like <laughs> last like month, I've had like I've been like seven two going in going into Sunday, and then like I I dropped to five four or four or five, and like it's just, it's been very frustrating. But oh. I feel like things have to break for me at some I point. Mean, you got I'd say you got. I mean, with the deadlines, I think we actually had to get it updated. It's what February like twelfth. I think we have like two more matchups. No, no, because no, All Star is the fifteenth, so it's right after the. I think it's right before. Um, because the week-wise, the way the league works, you had to place it on the calendar. It's supposed to be the. It's supposed to be right following the the trade deadline. Right, no, the NBA trade deadline. No, yes. I think we moved it up. No, at, it's supposed to be the week calendar. following the trade deadline. Look at last year's calendar. Oh boy, we moved no, no. it up. I'm telling you. It's supposed to be the week following the NBA trade deadline. 
No. Yes, it is in the it is in the minutes of past meeting. We'll t- argue about this offline, right, but I need to get on the, the call with you and Garrett to fix yeah, this. Okay, right, well, look at last year's trade deadline, and I'm pretty sure we put that into place at the meeting. I think we wanted to move it up, but anyway. Yeah, we'll, we'll circle back to that, I guess. But right now, Paul's playing Dink this week, which is a, a pretty important matchup if he, if he is going to make a run for the playoffs. Yes. And he's going to pass Dink in the process. Probably Dink isn't trading himself out of it. So, And then after that, he's got me, who's certainly not an easy matchup. So if he plans on making the playoffs, uh, he's definitely going to need at least two wins, probably more than five for a variety. Sorry, the 2019 NBA trade deadline was February 7th. When was our deadline last year? 2019? Oh, okay. So yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, the trade deadline is just sooner than you thought it was in the NBA. Yeah. That was the issue. It's before All-Star, not after. Yeah. February 6th. That's okay. where we are. Jesus Christ, we have like a week. No yeah. one's made a move yet. We have like two or three weeks to go. Damn. We have some time. Damn. Usually, just, usually just Justin makes moves right now. This weekend, this weekend is the... It's the, so our deadline's gonna be like the Tuesday after that, right? All right, yeah, I just changed it. Thursday, it's, Thursday afterwards. You can see on the homepage, it's February twelfth. So. Yeah. So we got like fifteen days, basically. Paul's sweating over here. I'm yeah. sweating now. All of a sudden, Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh boy. Expect some calls, everybody. All right, sorry. You're talking about mine, me versus Dan. Two weeks to go. Big, yeah. <laughs> two weeks to go. So hey, if you're gonna make it, I mean. I Now's know. the time for both of us, really. And Dank really needs to to show something here. I mean, I, mean hey, I think they show up this season, you know? Man, he's, he's above 500. But he's in seventh. You need to, dude, like, make some moves. I, the, roster, the roster isn't so bad, though. It doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> you're in position. You're currently a game out of the playoffs. Like, you, you can't afford to, to fade. I know Zion's back now. But guess what? That's going to hurt his field goal percentage probably. He's dropping like Jay Crowder, who's out right now. I mean, I don't know. But, I mean, I mean, you could, I guess you could stream Mikhail Bridges or Tom Sadoransky. But, uh, you know, this guy, the Hassan Whiteside championship squad, you know? I mean, that's, that's something. Never would have thought that that guy would be a top 10 fantasy player again, but it's still happening. Uh, yeah, always, per, like perpetually, even though he's bad and his team hates him and they, like, they're worse for having him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and thanks to our Fred Van Vliet, who's had a... Uh, I, 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 I just clicked on Hassan Whiteside's note. It says that they're shopping him, basically. Oh, really? He's going to be on the Knicks, right? We'll certainly entertain it, offers for Hassan it, Whiteside. It, is there any more Knicks player than Hassan There's Whiteside? No he's the well, the Knicks, they have Mitchell Robinson, who had five blocks tonight, might I mention. Starting to make the comeback. Starting to make the comeback. Well, he's a role model, so, you know, Hassan Whiteside's really uh, that guy. <laughs> you can just go visit DeAndre again in Brooklyn. It's, it's yeah. right next door. Uh, have you uh, watched any of Zion since he's returned? And... Well, I tried watching that first game, and... Uh, you know, I went to bed before he actually started doing things, and I've just seen the highlights since then. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I also missed like his like hot fourth quarter for that. Yeah, where it suddenly like it, the light bulb went off, and I don't know it looks really easy for him though. Like all the highlights I've seen, it seems like Zion can uh, do what he wants when he wants. But uh, look, I mean, yeah, I mean, all likelihood Dan is gonna be on like a playoffs so unless he <laughs> decides to make a move or two. I mean, just because. Other teams are going to make moves, and he's yeah, going to be off behind. Duran, Duran has now moved into the sixth-place spot. Um, so, I mean, I guess he's probably the lead favorite, considering how little we've seen from Garrett. And Pete Garrett's usually pretty reluctant to, like, make moves just to, like, make a deal. He usually likes to, to strike big. Well, unless he's on, on the top or the bottom, he doesn't like to make the moves. When he's in the middle, I think he uh, gets hesitant. Which I mean, he's not often in the middle. 
He's usually at a polar opposite spot. So yeah. maybe, maybe we're just going to be proven wrong. Maybe. I mean, yeah, I'm going to check in with Duran now because I feel like this is kind of like – Duran's never like in the top three spots, but like he always seems to be – always out. six, seven, eight. Yeah, he's always in that area, like five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, that's always his neighborhood. Um, and it seems like his talent usually tends to rise with time. I mean – He's got, he has, uh, I don't know how to pronounce it, but Nemanja Bajilica, and that guy. Is I always saying, say it like that. I, I know it's wrong. It's Biel, it's Nemanja uh, Bielica, but I always say, Bajilica, fuck yeah, like, like the Team America song. America? Bajilica? <laughs> yeah. I don't know how would you get that from that. Bajilica. America. America, fuck yeah. Um, all right. But yeah, he's been a monster with Rashawn Holmes out for uh, Justin. Let's keep that up, knock on wood. Uh, Victor Oladipo is on this roster, and I think he's looking at, I think next week, right? Wednesday. Oh, tomorrow. Damn. Okay. That's exciting. I think Duran was like... His whole team is kind of trending up. Uh, it is pretty hot right now. Yeah. I mean, Buddy Heald moved to the bench. Like, that's what, like Mon- Monty Morris, and then getting, getting time. Goran Dragic, right now, just had 23 points yeah, tonight. Well, Looking good. Not for streamers, but... Kyle Lowry, Kawhi Leonard, Tobias Harris has been better than early in the year. Belitsa, as you mentioned, Stephen Adams started off the season pretty rough. He's been much better recently. John Collins obviously had the steroid suspension. He's been very good since he got back. Uh, JJ Redick will probably benefit from this. Yeah, Uh, Ishmith will probably drop to make room for Oladipo. Donovan Mitchell, Buddy Heald, etc. Demar has been incredible since uh, the last like month. Sabonis has been great all season, and, and Wiggins. Wiggins is, I guess, the one faller on that team, but, I mean, he's still putting up monster point numbers. He had a big game yesterday, yeah. yeah. Dropped 36 and 9 and 8. 36 the game before that, 22 with four threes, 28 with three threes before that, 25 the game before that. I mean, he's, he's the free hot. Throws right have yeah. dipped, the free throws have dipped. The turnovers have kind of gone up, and uh, but but not bad for... Guy we thought was kind of dead in the fantasy water and, and generally a negative. Yeah, yeah. For for one of the guys down Progress. further down on his roster, it's a pretty good, pretty yeah. good guy. Yeah, this team is uh, getting more intriguing. I mean, I think you definitely, you know, you, you pump lots with this roster, um, and then you're probably gutting for everything else. I mean, the free throws are pretty strong. There's no, I guess Stephen Adams is a problem. Maybe Wiggins, but like pretty good roster. And those are probably two guys that you could consider dropping when the playoffs circle yeah. around. Um, the goal percentage is who would have thought we'd been saying that about Stephen Adams a year ago? Pretty crazy. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah, he is falling off. So he might. I mean, well, I guess he's not getting traded considering the Thunder have been playing so well. Uh, that's a weird team. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad I don't own any Thunder players. Cause, I have yeah. Chris Paul, and I'm glad I own him. <laughs> he's been great, but I'm just saying. Like they, number they, five. They could, try and trade, they could try and trade these guys. Yeah. Um, it's definitely. I mean, because I, I mean, you know, they're heading towards the first round exit, whether it's five or six games. Uh, it's a nice feel-good story, but yeah. they want to recoup some assets before, uh, you know, okay. things start to flounder. Well, let's keep it moving here. It's pretty late at night here. Let's, let's uh, skip over. Well, uh, yeah, well, I, mean, we have, I think we've skipped all the let, losers let, let's, so let's, far. We don't, we don't need to talk. Do we have to spend time on Levy and Corey? Make your points real quick if you want to talk about those teams. Uh, I mean, I think Levy's a good example that, like, we should be considering instituting, you know, some uh, competitiveness rules. I mean, I think Corey also qualifies, but, like, Levy, I think, is almost, like, I mean, I shouldn't say I think. I basically, like, am certain that Levy knows that he's, you know, carrying dead weight on his roster, um, just trying to take the season along. I mean, there's no reason Dwight Powell is still on this team. He's yep. out for the year. Um, Corey's Corey been carrying Andre Vidal all season, so. Corey, Corey's, like, uh, an exception. I, I think Corey's really qualifies for having a conversation. 
And I think he'll turn oh, it around. A, a conversation. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I don't think he should get thrown out, but I am saying that, like, we know you could do better. And, like, you know, you need to show us a little something. Like, come on. We should maybe have a... Uh, we have to have the conversation again about, like, do we need to... Like, can people just do their job? Like, this is the problem. People don't want to legislate anything. But then they, like, they say, well, we'll be respectful of the league. And, like, what, what Corey's doing is not respectful of the league right now. You know? No, certainly not. I mean, I think he would be the first to admit that. Yeah. I mean, and it's going to be... Ah, it's going to be annoying when he decides to make a trade. You know, it's just kind of... And the guy's not trying at all. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's disappointing. And yeah, like we said, like he's been carrying dead weight all season, not using the IL spot. And I he, guess he, he tends to set his lineups, I think. So I, mean, I guess he has that. Yeah, if you're sending your lineups to all injured guys and guys that have been out for no reason all season, I mean... It, uh. Yeah. And then I want to make the point, like, right, people still want to get Joel on beat from him. Is Joel Really that good for fantasy? No, he's not. I have him in my other league, and he's just extremely frustrating. He's like on the IL every other week. It's, yeah, he's, I mean, I'm, you know. I'm glad I dumped him on him a few years ago. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, they go. They go well together. I feel like that. All right, let's talk about Justin real quick because he listens to this podcast. Yeah, I'm glad he made him wait. Props to us for not going to Justin right away, right? I think yeah. he appreciates that. Yes, we kept we kept the Justin bashing to a minimum. I do think uh, this team's starting a little better now. I don't know if you've been following too It's good. He gets every he gets every guy the second they uh, have a good yeah. game. Yeah, Paul's, Paul's not past this one yet. No, it's, I'm not. He, he, <laughs> he has great luck with it. Uh, uh, I mean, maybe luck. I mean, I guess there's something... I mean, I think... Look at his roster at the beginning of the season. Look at it now. He's starting to uh, slack, I'd say, in the moves department in comparison. You know? There's always early season interest. There'll be a, there'll be a bump up around the trade deadline. And once the playoffs come around, people will compete with them. But, you know, during the dog days... People don't want to work that hard. Uh, you're right. This is this is a playoff roster, in my opinion. Um, the way he's going to keep working at it. That's why, to me, there's not much to say about this team. Like we know he's going to make the playoffs. He's going to be competitive in the playoffs. Well, he has. Uh, a, you know, there's going to be some big trades coming down the pipe, and I'm sure he'll be involved in those trades. Well, yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, this team's going to definitely get better. I mean, he's made some nice pickups though. Like, you know, I mean, Eric Gordon just dropped fifty, which was. I mean, everybody should be better than what he's been, but... You know what? My advice for Justin, watch some more basketball. Become more of a basketball fan. You owe it to, you owe it to the league. I'd say, I mean, if you want to improve your league mojo and, you know, probably up your fantasy god standards, definitely turn the game He's not afraid of the fantasy gods. He's afraid of the fantasy devils, so let's be honest here. <laughs> fair, fair. Yeah, no, I'm sure he made that deal a long time ago. All right, let's 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 uh, well, let's wrap up our. Um, well, not sleepy, just antsy to go to bed. You know, you know how it is. I had a big Rutgers win tonight, and yeah. So, so now you're tired from the emotions. Not tired. It's just like eh, we're in the dog days here. We're gonna have. We know we're gonna have a big podcast in the next two weeks when someone makes a crazy trade. Like, so it's good to have a nice, nice, enjoyable, calm moment. You know, to appreciate the league. It's the calm before the storm right now. Okay. I'm looking forward to your big moves, Paul. It's the seasonableness before the unreasonableness, Ira. Yeah, so not a season one of reasonableness, but the season one well, we'll, we'll see. Before. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, well, hopefully you're not involved in that, but we'll see. Um, okay, what else we got? So any uh, any save the dates for All-Star that you want to share to the end? Uh... Save the date for All-Star Saturday. Uh, I guess I'll send out a Facebook invite and like or an email or something. Yeah, maybe email. Email seems to be better these days. Yeah. Um, text it. So text All-Star, All-Star Saturday is uh, the 15th. Make, get your Valentine's Day plans so out on Friday. Working your rainbow jumper, because in, in this apartment, we are going to have some high arcing Yeah, I'm pretty balls. excited. Uh, I think I'm going to do it on this little island over here. That's what I'm thinking. Okay, can we use the second floor balcony? Is that going to be allowed? 
I think it's a cool niche. I don't know. Well, well, we'll see. We'll, we'll got to do some practice runs to see if it works. So basically, I have like a duplex here, but it's like a it's really like a three story with a landing area. So I was talking about shooting down from the balcony to the to the kitchen area. So we'll see. I think it'd be cool to sign, doesn't it? As long as someone's running down the stairs to get their drinks, is I I can just imagine Corey slipping and falling going <laughs> through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what, was that was that during All Star when uh, that wasn't during All Star when Silvers and Aaron like wrestled into uh, no, Scott they, and Gaz. Aaron's never been to an All Star. I'm pretty sure. No, okay. No, I just kind of see. No, that's fair. Um, okay, is it a girls' event? I don't know. It's, it's, it's been a girls' event for many years now. I guess mostly. The girls have participated in the shooting stars. They've had their own teams. Uh, I think a few. Well, yeah, I think you missed it, but there was one where there was just guys like at Garrett's apartment. Yeah, like Garrett and Laura's place. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it was a guy session. Yeah, that was the one. One of the years I was not there. I won that title. I won a lot of titles in shooting stuff. Okay. Think about it. Yeah, I think it was like Aaron, myself, and Andrew took on the championship. It's a pretty stacked roster. Um. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, I remember that year. I was not there, but that was the year we were all we were all betting on teams, and Trevier like apparently did terribly, right? And oh, we, well, we ranked. Oh, and we, we ranked ranked we, people. We we yeah, we ranked the stats for each person. Yeah, yeah. yeah sure. <laughs> you guys give me a two. It was an insult. Slap in the face. Um, <laughs> Alright, well, was New Year's as bad as I thought it would be without me? No, we all had a good... We actually partied till like 3 in the morning. Did you party though, really? Or did you just like... Hey, I was I was pretty drunk. Yeah? Okay. I'm proud of you, at least. Everyone was. you stayed it. awake? Yeah. So you know, it was a good time. Not yeah. everyone did. Like, some people were definitely lame, but, you know, 3, three o'clock's pretty good. Okay, how, how are the pajamas? Anybody win the pajama contest? I, mean, I like mine. I had a mischief-managed Harry Potter show with matching... Uh, uh, fleece pants. Mm. I wanted to gamble with that. What? I wanted to gamble with that. Yeah. Well, you had your chance to trick me into buying a wand, so you failed. Yeah, one day. Well, they're opening up a Harry Potter shop in New York City, right? So we'll get another shop. Yeah, well, yeah. if I didn't buy it in the magic of Harry Potter world, I doubt I'll buy one in a, in a garbage store in the middle of uh, I think it's the biggest Square Harry Potter shop in the world, something, isn't it? Yeah, but... It seems like it's Wizard Us and Harry Potter But shop. it's not going to be magical like, like the Harry Potter world is. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Could be the FAO Schwartz of our time, but yeah. <laughs> teach our own, teach our own. Um, all right, I think are we good? I think we're good. We're, I think we we hit the points. I think we hit the points. We did our check in. Um, yeah, all right. We didn't even t- talk about my team today, which I'm okay with. I'm actually, I'm actually not that good, but I'm good enough that I'm, I'm glad to be at the top of the standings. So I'll say you're at the top of the standings. Like you know, that's good enough. It's good enough for a, a mediocre team, right? Every team's mediocre this year. We've been saying it all year. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, some are better than others, but, you know. I don't know. It's about making some effort, you know. Moves do matter. Moves matter. Unless you're Shavir, apparently. But. All right. Well, anyway. That was fun. Thanks uh, for joining us. Uh, we'll miss you, Kobe. Um, Friday's game's going to be emotional. Got to watch that one. The Staples Center for the send-off. Oh, well, what are your thoughts about them canceling the game tonight? The Lakers-Clippers game. I'm okay with it. I <sighs> Are you that upset that they canceled the game? Uh, do you want my, uh, if you want, if you want a bad take on it all, like, um, yeah, I feel bad for everybody that was involved. Obviously, I don't like when anybody <laughs> is dying or any tragedy. But I'm just terrified where this is going right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm just no offense, but like, we're all mourning Kobe Bryant's passing. Like, not the other people on the plane. Not the other people on the plane. Like, I I feel very sorry for. Everyone involved, including his daughter, but, like, this is about Kobe. So, like, I'm a little, like, it kind of peeves me. It's like, we have to, like, make, go back to this, like, father figure thing. It's well, like, if we're getting to the dark part of this podcast, let's talk about our people. 
are people praising that part because of his past history with women that now it's like, well, look how great of a daddy is to a girl. I don't know if that's the case. I mean, I do think there's probably something to like, oh, when you have daughters, you start to like respect women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do think that, that probably does qualify. I haven't, I haven't tested it out myself, but it seems to make sense. Oh, boy. But, yeah, look, he's, he's been doing very great things for the women's game. I mean, I applaud him being, you know, there for his daughter. They had very heartwarming conversations, clearly. But, like, we're talking about Kobe. If it was some other guy and his daughter, nobody would give a shit. You know? Just saying. Like, I, I disagree with you there. It, it, it's because it's like a kid. If it was like an adult daughter, no one would care. But it's because it's a kid. There's another kid on the plane, too. She had a teammate on, on the plane. They're talking about the helicopter. They're talking about they the other kid. Talk, they, don't, they don't talk about it. Well, it's not like they like know, like, like oh, like, her dad had a 15-1 and <laughs> baseball, like, softball record. Like, uh, you know? <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know. I'm just saying. It's that mama mentality, but I think his knees when he goes home every week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, I mean, the bigger clip I've seen of Kobe... Uh, that I like, there was one on, there was one like, I guess they played him like the Super Bowls coming up after the Eagles won versus the Pats a few years ago, and he's like, just like losing his shit after the Eagles won. It was pretty good, just like a heartwarming, like, Kobe's a sports fan, just like you and me, you know, he's dying over it as a spectator. I mean, one well, would argue that I was very contrived that he wants to come <laughs> off like a sports fan. It's funny, everyone, everyone seems to say that everything Kobe did was, Kobe did was calculated. I mean, <laughs> so uh, the, the night before he went, I was joking that. Uh, that was like he was in the news because like he, you know LeBron passed him in the points or whatever. Right. But I was, I was like, oh, like he, all right, he's gonna he's he's like he's beginning this like uh, this tour of basically his the Kobe Redemption tour. He was you know doing these detail episodes and uh, doing a lot of women's basketball stuff and I'm like, oh, I, it's all part of it was all part of his for a guy that everyone keeps saying oh he totally every every, every little thing every little thing is mapped out. I mean. It's not like every little thing wasn't mapped out anymore. That's all I'm saying. Oh, so, okay. So you're saying he didn't actually loosen up and, you know, like, with this stuff, with his support of the women's uh, Well, game. I'm, this I'm was saying... This part of his... Not necessarily, but it's, it's possible. The, yeah. Did you watch his kids' uh, Emmy Award winning thing? That, I no, know, I didn't watch it. The short film? It, they played it on ESPN, so I was like, all right, like, cool artwork, but I don't know. <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> he probably won an Oscar because he's Kobe Bryant. Well, I, I definitely think that helped, but, yeah. Uh, if you uh, or I made that, we would not we would not win an award? Probably not. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Anti-Semitism for you? Uh, but, but de- definitely true. Definitely, you know, Jews never won in the Oscars. It's, uh, you know. Yeah, we get to be- drop the bags, but no Oscars. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to see Kobe. Um, look forward to seeing everybody soon. All right. Bye, guys. This is a terrible podcast. So thanks for listening. We're gonna have to delete this in like in like three months for sure. What for these bad comments at the end? Oh, definitely. Yeah, we've said much worse. All right, talk to you later.